peace and love, everyone. Welcome to the first installment of the Money in the Middle podcast. I'm your host, your boy, Ron Sims. And today's episode is called Cash Flow Opens Doors. Cash Flow Opens Doors. I'm really, really excited to be here. Thank you guys for tuning in on all the different platforms. And I look forward to getting this bad boy rocking and rolling. So let's jump right into it. What is cash flow? You know, I know a lot of people, you know, say cash flow this or I'm the cash flow that yada, 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 yada. But what is it? And you guys, anybody who knows me knows that I am not the type of person to just shoot from the hip. So I do have an official definition for you, right? The term cash flow refers to the net amount of cash and cash equivalents being transferred in and out of a company. Right. Uh, what does that mean? So it, that ba- that's basically the cash that's received, um, you know, re- re- represents the uh, cash inflows. And then the money that's spent represents the cash outflows. Right. So we're talking about when you make sales, you know, that money is money that's coming in. And when you make payments, so if you're paying out to employees, if you're paying vendors, et cetera, though, that counts as your your cash flow. Right. And the reason that this that today's uh, type topic, if you will, is entitled cash flow opens doors is because we're looking at cash flow from a lender's perspective. Right. Uh, again, you all know me. My name is Ron. I'm a 10 plus year uh, veteran uh, mortgage lender uh, for commercial lending, small business lending, etc. cetera. Uh, so a lot of my perspective comes from the lending perspective as well as from the investments, right? You know, I, I spent some time as a securities licensed professional at, at Wells Fargo Bank, who is not a sponsor of this podcast, by the way, just to throw that out there. Um, but, you know, we're going to take the look from a lender's perspective, So why is it so important, right? You know, I know that we have gone over what cash flow is, uh, but why is it so important, especially from uh, a lender's perspective? Well, cash flow determines your businesses or your property or your overall ability to repay, right? I can't tell you how many times I've had businesses come to me or or clients come to me and say, hey, you know, I, I want to get a, a loan for X amount of dollars, right? And then when we dig into uh, the finances, you know, we're, we're saying, hey, well, you told us that your business made a million dollars. Well, uh, your cash flow suggests that you took that million dollars and wrote off the house. Uh, now, that being said, this seems like more than a good enough time to throw out my old trusty disclosure, right? This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only, and it's not meant to constitute financial advice. If you are seeking financial advice, you know, this podcast may help, but you should seek the advice of that of your licensed professional, right? Um, If you need tax advice, talk to your accountant. If you need investment advice, talk to your investment banker, right? And... If you need uh, loan planning, etc., you can feel free to reach out to us directly. All right. Now that that's out of the way, ba-da-ba, right? Um, 
you know, it, it's important to to maximize your cash flow, right? Especially when you start to think about getting capital. Um, a lot of people who have come to me in the past, you know, they say, well, hey, what do you advise on businesses that are just starting out, right? And one of the things that I always say is that, hey, when you are starting a business and you need money for your business to grow, the last thing you want to do is to take every deduction available to man under the sun uh, on your tax returns, right? You know, uh, the best thing that a business can do, uh, especially when you're getting started, is to make money and pay taxes. Once you've reached your first financial goals, that's when it's time to say, all right, how can we pay, play the tax strategy games, right? This podcast is not designed to be super politically correct, and it's also not designed to be, um, it's not designed to, to be super uh, elitist, right? It's designed for everybody in the middle who needs a basic understanding of how to uh, p- properly play in this business and credit game, right? And one of the ways that you do that is by simplifying the simplifying the terms, right? So the first thing, like we just said, if you're a new business, if you're a new business, the best thing that you can do is earn money and pay taxes, right? And I know a lot of folks look at me and say, hey, what, what do you mean pay taxes? I don't want to pay taxes. Rah, 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 rah. Well, it's been my experience over the past uh, 11, 12, 13 years that whenever a business doesn't decide that they want to earn money and pay taxes, when it is time for them to access the growth capital that they need in order for their business to go to the next stage, they can't prove their cash flow. I'll stop. They can't prove their cash flow, right? The only thing that matters is what you can prove, you know, and how do we how do we do that? How do we determine the burden of proof? Well, we determine that through a number of things. Get your pen and paper, write this down, or you can just subscribe to the podcast and uh, go back and listen to the replay. The first way that you can uh, prove your cash flow is through your tax returns, right? Provide your business tax returns, your your 1120s, your 1120s, your Schedule Cs, etc. Yada, yada, yada. Talk to your tax advisor. I am not he, right? Another way for that we use to prove your cash flow um, is through what's called a profit and loss statement. And a profit and loss statement is basically a document that takes your uh, quarterly, monthly, and annual incomes and subtract it from your liabilities and tells you how much cash flow or net profit you have, right? And one of the more popular ways that you see a lot of lenders and as well as a lot of uh in particular, uh, merchant cash advanced lenders, but more more traditional lenders are starting to uh, open up their eyes uh, to see that this is a good way to get capital into the businesses is through bank statements, right? Generally speaking, bank statements show the real-time cash that comes and goes from your account, right? Let me say that again. Generally speaking, Bank statements show the real-time cash that is flowing in and out of your account. That is a good indicator of actual cash flows versus reported cash flows. So a lot of lenders will say, hey, you know, we want to get from your customer the 
uh, two years worth of tax returns, a profit and loss statement, and then go ahead and throw some bank statements in there, right? Because even though the tax returns and the profit and loss statements may show uh, a good amount of deductions, even though, you know, like I said, you know, be, be careful with that on the beginning, uh, the bank statements tend to show real-time cash, right? That says, hey, these are the... Uh, these are the actual sales that I'm getting, right? These are the bills that I'm paying. These are the debts that I have, etc. And that all becomes a part of your business's cash flow. Now, let's talk about the different types of cash flow, okay? Uh, the first type is cash flow from operations, you know, so let's say you run a restaurant and uh, you sell, I don't know, food or, uh, you know, pastries or drinks. Uh, Cash flow from operations would be generally the sales that your restaurant makes, right? You know, whether you're selling, uh, whether it's the food and it breaks it down into the categories, but all of that generally flows into one category, right? Another form of cash flow is cash flow from investing or CFI, right? And generally cash flow from investing um, are reports that show how much cash has been generated or spent uh, from various investment related activities. So, you know, are you out raising capital for your business? Uh, Do you have folks pursuing you and are they providing that capital uh, so that your business can continue to function? Another form of cash flow, which a lot of folks, especially lenders, uh, don't generally tend to look at, but we do from a debt perspective as well, is called cash flow from financing or CFF, right? Cash flow from financing shows the net flows of cash uh, that are used to fund the company and its capital, right? So financing activities include transactions such as um, issuing debt or equity or paying dividends or cash flow from uh, you know, borrowing money and things of that nature, right? Uh, a- a- another thing that we want to go over is how to differentiate the difference between cash flow versus profit, right? So, contrary to what you may or may not believe, cash flow and, and profit are—they're not the same, right? Uh, it- it's not uncommon to have these two terms confused or or to have them kind of thrown around in the same boat as if they are. But in all actuality, they're not the same, right? Profit, on the other hand, is uh, is how you measure your company's financial success or how much money you make overall, right? Whereas cash flow really just what comes in, what goes out, right? And it's the cash flow that determines what you can afford as far as borrowing money not your profit, right? Because if you, a company can make a net profit of $30,000 for the year, that doesn't mean that they can afford another 30 or 40 or $50,000 liability or debt service, right? Uh, so that is where you, you, you don't want to mix up the two, right? talked a, a lot about uh, all of these different things, right? But I, I think what most people want to know is, one, 
why is it so important? And two, how do we analyze cash flow, right? And the way analyzing cash flow is actually pretty simple, especially in nowadays, right? Today's society, we have all sorts of different tools and many different uh, technolo- many different technologies that allow us to uh, aggregate or to, uh, you know, autonomously, if you will, analyze cash flows, right? Uh, generally, we analyze cash flows by using different different, different things, right? So we mentioned some of them before. So we use the cash flow statement in, conju- in conjunction with, um, you know, your tax returns and your balance sheet and your P&L and yada, 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 yada. You know, but, you know, like we said, why is it important, right? Why is understanding cash flow important? Well, <clears throat> It's simple, really. Uh, a lot of you who are likely subscribed to this podcast, and if you're not, you will be. <laughs> Shameless plug, right? Um, you know, you guys are either in the financial services space or looking to get into the financial services space, or you are a borrower or business owner who are who's looking to understand your business's cash flow, right? And the reason that understanding cash flow is so important, especially from a lender's or borrower's perspective is because of what we call the debt service coverage ratio or the DSCR. So I'm sure that you guys have all seen that acronym DSCR, which is the debt service coverage ratio. And a debt service coverage ratio is basically a formula or a uh, mathematical equation, if you will, that shows a lender how much you can borrow relative to your liquid cash flow, right? And if you don't have a good handle on your company's liquid cash flow or your company's ability to repay, your company could be in danger of failing even if it has good revenue, right? For example, right? Uh, Let's say your company does really good business, but your profits are tied up in outstanding accounts receivables, meaning that uh, you are um, you are doing business and you have companies that owe you money and you have not been able to collect, right? Or if your company spends too much on, on its capital expenditures, I cannot tell you how many companies I know that, or that I've come across that utilizes the cash to make improvements, quote unquote, improvements, or, you know, uh, a lot of spending within the business for many different reasons or many different things um, that ultimately leaves the business cash strapped. Can you imagine if you had both of these situations happen at the same time? You've got outstanding invoices from clients who have not yet paid you for your service. They were, you were a net 30 company, uh, meaning that they were supposed to pay you in 30 days. It's now been 45, 60 days. You still haven't been paid, right? And now the money that you do have from your uh, previous invoices, you spent on uh, overstocking inventory or, or, or capital improvements to your location, etc. Right? That will ultimately be a killer to your cash flow. Here's a story. In the not too distant past, I bought a business, right? Me, the ultimate business banker, 
you know, I thought that I knew it all, right? In the crux of buying this business, the previous owner provided me with a P&L, as well as uh, tax returns for the previous few years, um, as well as uh, the merchant statements or the merchant card statements that showed how much was going in and out of the the, the business, right? The one thing that I did, that I took for granted where I failed, right? And this, again, I'm a very transparent and open individual, right? Um, so you'll never hear cap from me. You know, I'm, I'm not the capping type, right? But where I failed was not truly... Uh, reviewing the expenditures, right? And peeling back the onion a little bit or peeling back the curtain a bit to, to really get a true picture of the expenditures versus the accounts receivable versus uh, the numbers that were provided on the tax returns and on the profit and loss statement, right? Uh, side note, uh, I don't I also don't think that this person provided me with accurate tax returns, you know, which uh, I should have gone and gotten them audited. However, at any rate, I moved forward, I bought the business. Right. Uh, and when I started out, it was uh, it did have relatively good cash flow. You know, we did about fifty thousand dollars a month that was going in and out of the, the bank account uh, up until it got slow. Right. And it wasn't until the business got slow Meaning that we went from a fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollar a month operation to quite literally twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month, right? Now, it doesn't take a mathematician to know that there's a significant decrease from fifty to sixty to seventy thousand to twenty to thirty thousand. And what I found was that not only were my expenditures through the roof. But that, you know, some of the employees were not necessarily operating above board. Right. So we had things like employee overtime, unapproved. Right. Overspending on product and uh, food product. Right. Which in a food service business. Right. Why you don't want to overspend on food service products because they could go spoiled. They could spoil. They could go bad. Right. You know, waste shrink food, food waste. Right. In addition to, I had some very lofty dreams and ideas about renovation and make safe and this, that, and the third. Well, ultimately, uh, amongst other things, that business did not work out. And we had to close our doors for good due to a lack of cash flow, right? Because we did not have sufficient cash flow to cover our expenses during our slow period. And which means that there was also an open revolving door during our busy period. So if if we were having cash flow issues during our slow period, we, we did not do the tortoise in the hair, right? Where we stored up or I don't know if the tortoise in the hair, you got, y'all know what I mean. But we didn't do uh, we didn't store up our provisions for the slow time. Right. Because, you know, there wasn't a true picture of our cash flow situation. And 
that is a real life example of why it's always so important to make sure that you prioritize cash flow when you are in business and when you're looking to get capital and when you are looking to uh, expand. I mean, you can even push this over to your personal life, right? Um, maximizing your cash flow is the reason why most people have a job, right? So that you can pay your bills, but, you know, still be able to live comfortably while you're saving and investing and things of that nature. Well, guys, I truly, truly, truly thank you for tuning in. Thank you for bearing with me and for your grace as, you know, we bring this podcast to life. This is the first installment and I am looking forward to the next time we meet. Next week's topic, leverage, credit as a means to cash flow. Thanks, guys. Talk to you very soon.